What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Another schedule preview here for you today. The Hofstra Pride are the 12th team in Division One to announce their 2020 schedule. Coming off a 5-9 2019 season, 2-3 and three in the CAA, missed the CAA tournament. And a lot of Hofstra fans are not very happy the job that Seth Tierney has done there, especially over the past few seasons. He didn't win with, he didn't win with Josh Byrne. They're not really winning now. Ryan Tierney, his son, is a great player. The leading scorer. But as as I've heard from a lot of Hofstra fans, gotta get it done. And uh you know, someone told me the other day they said, you know, he got a uh, he had a three-year extension after a uh, five-win season. That shows where the program is at. Um, but this Hofstra team has a lot of promise this season. Lose the top, lose the second-leading scorer, Jimmy Yanes, to graduation. Return Ryan Tierney, 54 points last season. And he was really the the, the guy. Um, the next three, like he's the only one that has above twenty points on the season. He had forty one goals, thirteen assists. Got they they got to do a better job of getting this offense together. They had a lot of young guys last year. Dylan McIntosh, um, I believe, is um. Ken to Ben McIntosh of the uh, who's he play for? Chaos in the PLL, um, Saskatchewan Rush, I believe, in the NLL. Uh, great, great box player. Dylan McIntosh out of uh, his, I believe, brother out of Pitt Meadows, uh, British Columbia. He's come back as a, as a, as a junior. Ryan uh, Kennard. Coming back as a senior from Pennsylvania, he had you know about fifteen goals, uh, fifteen points last season, thirteen goals. Um, a lot of guys that contributed need some more contribution there. In um, goal, Robert Casey was a sophomore last year. Come back as a junior, he's a year older. And really, those are the areas where you kind of look at in the fall, see how things are going, how the offense is moving, how the goaltending is going. Defense takes time to develop, and you know they had they had a you know slightly young a, a good mix of young and experienced defensemen last season. Um, so we'll see how that goes coming into twenty twenty. But let's get into the schedule here. They have a scrimmage against Syracuse on. January 25th to start off the season. Regular season starts. Three-game homestand. February 8th against Wagner. February 15th against Michigan. And February 22nd against Villanova. The Long Island rivalry versus Stony Brook is at Stony Brook this year on February 25th, which I believe is a midweek game. Yeah, should be a uh, Tuesday Wednesday game, like uh, like, like it usually is. 
They will then play host LIU on February 29th. So a lot of games in February. Like, if you look at the teams that have games in February, Hofstra might have the most. So they're one, two, three, four. They got five games in February. They do have the midweek game against Stony Brook, though, so. Then they will start their March slate with a three-game road stretch on March 7th at Ohio State, March 10th at St. John's, and March 14th at Providence. Three games in seven days. Yeah, three games in seven days. That that's going to be a test there, and, and 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 you know St. John's and Providence may not look too pleasing as as um, opponents. Even when you, when you're looking at strength of schedule this year, but playing three games in in seven days definitely um, weighs on the body. They will then be at home for three games. March 17th, it's actually in the month of March, March 17th versus Manhattan, March 21st versus Rutgers, and March 28th versus Towson to open up CAA play. And as I mentioned in, in, in other CAA team previews here, the CAA schedule from last year and this year is identical in terms of who plays who. The uh, the the home teams just flipped because they do home and home, so I don't know what's up with that, but it's it's all the same. I haven't looked back to see if it was the same in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, but it's it, at least is the same as last year. They will then travel to UMass, one of two road games in conference to open the April slate of games on April fourth. Host Delaware on April 11th. April 18th, they travel to Drexel. They close the season out on April 25th at home against Fairfield. Some key games here. February 22nd versus Villanova. Pride took the Wildcats to overtime last season, losing 10-9. Uh, Hofstra obviously looking to avenge that one. This will be the 16th all-time meeting between the two squads. Hofstra actually leads the series 8-7. to seven. So Hofstra looking for a win there against Villanova. An early season win. Um, or late, fe- late February, early season. Third game of the season. Villanova is a team that I think is going to be really good in the Big East this year. Definitely should watch out for them. And Hofstra, they want to get a good non-conference win because you look at their non-conference schedule. It's not that jam-packed. Michigan, Villanova, Ohio State, the three best ones out of the bunch. Stony Brook, you can add them in there as well. But Wagner, you know, Wagner, LIU, St. John's, Providence, Manhattan. Oh, Rutgers is in there as well. And Rutgers isn't going to be as good this year as they have been in the past, but they're still a Big Ten opponent. So it's going to be a key one here for Villanova, uh, for Hofstra, in terms of a non-con play, the uh, February 25th at Stony Brook, obviously the Long Island rivalry as it's called, this will be the, what is it, the, 
This will be the eleventh meeting between these two teams. Hofstra leads the series six to six to four. Every single time these squads play, they bring their A game. Obviously, it's a rivalry game. Um, Stony Brook won last year, eleven to ten, just edged it um, in the final minutes. Then they have a new opponent this year, moving up from Division Two to Division One is LIU. Um, obviously, uh, uh, another quality team. Another, um, you know, we we don't really know what they're gonna do their first year in D one, um, but they're a Long Island school, and uh, you know, a new Long Island rivalry could emerge. Uh, Metro New York rivalry, whatever you wanna call it, could emerge from this, um, and from LIU and and multiple different um, multiple. Multiple programs uh, with how much lacrosse is on the island. So they'll get a look at the Sharks in late February, February 29th. And then obviously the uh, March 28th game against Towson and then April 4th at UMass. The Pride Open Conference play on the 28th against Towson. Um, Reigning. CAA champions, CAA powerhouse, Towson. Hofstra gave Towson a scale last year. Only lost by one goal and a ten to nine vic- and a ten to nine loss. So looking to avenge that and, and see where Towson was last year and then what they are expected to be this year not as good. And with with, with the guys that Hofstra brings back. Could be a uh, could be a win there for the Pride um, against UMass. That second non-conference game, they actually won that game last year, upsetting number seventeen UMass ten to nine. In I believe it was overtime. Yeah, in overtime, uh, they you know Hofstra has just won two meetings in the last five. Against UMass. That's since 2017. Um, these two go, go go way back. 46 meetings. UMass holds a 25-21 series lead. Should mention Towson. This one coming this year will be the 51st meeting of all time. Hofstra holds the lead 27-23 in that series against Towson. So. Those two games right there are going to be crucial in the CAA. And yes, they are to start the CAA. And a lot of times the CAA, the middle of the pack there, with uh, Hofstra, Drexel, Delaware, Fairfield, that, 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 that pack there in the middle and the bottom can get jumbled and, and things can happen. But um, for, for the Hofstra team, you know, you got to win uh, – I think you got to win at least one of those games. I think Fairfield's winnable. I think Drexel's winnable. Um, Delaware is probably winnable as well. So you got to win at least one of those games. Get get to three wins in conference this year. They had two wins last year. So about 20, 2018. I think they, they did better in 2018. They were 6-8 and eight still, though. They had two wins in conference. So... Got it. They haven't had three wins in conference in a while. Got to get that this year, I think, to 
certainly to get in that conference tournament. You know, Delaware was three and three last year in conference. Drexel three and four. Um, so definitely got to get that win. Either one, Towson, UMass, both key games for the Pride. Now, predicting what this team's going to do is, you know, I mentioned they bring back a lot of talent, and and that's great. But they even when they've had really good talent, i.e. Josh Byrne a few years ago, um, who's now tearing it up in the NLL with the Buffalo Bandits and in the PLL with the Chaos Lacrosse Club, it it it's you no know, you gotta win with the talent you got and you know you gotta utilize it the right way and I know I've spoken to some Hofstra fans not very really happy with the way the program's gone so far and it you know it's difficult to recruit to a place like that but still you gotta win um, you know this team let's see they have one two three four five six seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. They have 15 games. You know, I, I, I don't want to go off on a limb and say this is a 10-1 team. I think they can beat Wagner. I think, no, obviously, I think they can beat Wagner. LIU, St. John's, Providence, Manhattan. I'd give them five already. I think they can beat Fairfield. That's six. Think this is a uh, probably a six to eight win team this year. If if we're being honest, so um, the Blue Hens, or excuse me, the Pride, Pasta. I'm picking. You know, I don't. I can't see them beating. Both Towson and UMass, but one of them, certainly yes. Manhattan, yeah. Providence, St. John's, LIU, Wagner, Altho, and Stony Brook in there. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. I think they beat Fairfield. That's seven wins on the season. And I'll pick them to beat Drexel as well. So that's seven, no, six, seven wins on the season. Um, I think that that will be good enough. And obviously, you know, getting the CAA tournament, which is what they want. They were just on the cusp last season. Um, if they would have beaten Drexel, they would have gotten in. So obviously, this is a pride team that. Has underperformed in the past, but I think they can certainly make some headways this season. Maybe win five, six games. Um, but I think, you know, realistically, when you look at the talent and everything they have, I think this is a seven, eight win team. But realistically, I think, you know, maybe a, a, a five to seven wins is much better for this program at the moment. It's much more um, comprehensible at this moment.
Again, guys, thanks for listening to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. You can find us lacrossebucket.com on social media at lacrossebucket. My personal at Tanner underscore Dimling. Again, thanks for listening. For all your latest lacrosse news, check out lacrossebucket.com where it's always lacrosse season.